Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This podcast is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Because I do. Let's get it going. Yeah. Okay, I woke up in the morning, I looked over at my clock and realized I'm running late for my class. Had to hop up out of bed, turn my swag around the stair, but I forgot to pay the bill for the contest. So I was on DraftKings, betting money on the Queens, know the L.A. team knew where the sparks blast. And I'm on the trip king, putting on for the scene, it's Cub with the Women's Sports Podcast. Yeah. It's Cub with the Women's Sports Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome into episode two of the Women in Sports podcast with your host, Colby Marshall, which is me. And alongside me today is all the way from Germany, Jenna Gray. Jenna, thank you so much for doing this. It means a whole lot to me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be talking with you again. I feel like it hasn't been that long, so I'm excited. What's it been since? Actually, June, December. Yeah, about a month. December. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or two. Close enough. Time's flying by here. So how's how's it going over there in in Germany? It's been good. We're just getting into the second half of our season, and then we'll have playoffs coming up pretty soon. So we're nearing the end of my first year overseas, and as of now, we're sitting in first place in our league. So hopefully we can hang on and, yeah, finish strong. So I think maybe – a little under three months left here. How's the competition comparison to college? It's it's really it's just so different just because the the rules are different um, internationally where you have less substitutions. So in college volleyball, you have defensive specialists who usually go in for like your big outsides and they'll pass for them and play in the back row, but. Out here, I think you only get, I'm going to embarrass myself that I don't know the rules, but not enough to do that. (laughs) Maybe like four or five (laughs) substitutions um, per set. So your outsides have to play. You need kind of more all-around players that can not only hit the ball, but like pass really well. And especially out here in Germany, because we run the offense so fast, it's so important to have really good passing. So I think we have more ball control players. Um, whereas in the U S we just had some big girls that could, could bang the ball. Um, so yeah, pretty different volleyball, a lot quicker out here. So definitely getting adjusted to that, but I don't know. We've had this debate before. Like, I don't know how the Stanford team, like when I was on it would fare against like my current team now. Um, but yeah, it's been good. We're meshing well, but very different. So you just admit you don't know the rules. I'm very curious now. Yep. Do they give you a rule book? And you're like, they're like, here, read up on this. Or do they just teach well, you along the way? Like, um, I, I probably <laughs> I should probably know this about international volleyball. But like growing up, you would like we would have to referee like tournaments. Um, you know, like take turns like in other teams would then like do line judging and stuff for you. So we'd have to go through like the certifications of it all. And like, I would literally have the rule book, but like that was when I was 12, 13. Like if you handed me the score sheet to keep for volleyball, like 
I wouldn't have a clue. Like I have no idea how to do it. Like there's a couple of the paperwork that they do during matches. Not a clue. Like I can probably, I can line judge and I can like flip the scoreboard, but like, (laughs) and like, I mean, if it came down to it, like I probably could, could up ref or like be the down ref, but way too nervous. That would make me so nervous. I would hope to God you could flip the, t- the, the scores. Jesus. You know what? <laughs> you would think that's the easy one. I have ADHD. I got screamed at so many times in club tournaments by like parents. Cause I would just be like spacing out and I'd be like three points off or like, God forbid, which to be fair, I yell, like I don't yell, but I'll get on the refs if they give the point to the wrong team. But like, Oh, I did that all the time when I had to keep score. Cause especially when you don't really care who's playing and you're flipping, like <laughs> it's hard to pay attention. It's hard. <laughs> uh, what's it, what's it like being yelled at in a different language during practice or during a game or match? Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, Like, I don't know. I felt differently at times. Like sometimes it's really terrifying, especially because German is kind of a scary language. Um, Yeah. So it, sometimes it's extra intense because you're like, Oh God. And then other times, like if, if I'm not getting like, and obviously they wouldn't yell at me in, in German, like I wouldn't know, but it's probably way better. Like I don't actually know what he's saying. Um, And I sometimes am just like, like what's the the meme of just like where like everything's burning around them and oh, they're it's just fine. like chilling? It's like, yeah, like that's literally me. Like I have no idea what's going on. Like I'm just chilling there. So yeah, at, like sometimes when I feel like it's probably important that I need to know something, I'm like, oh god, I'm like this is bad. But other times I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to hear angry words right now. Like, <laughs> what if they're complimenting you, you and you think? they're yelling at like they're really yelling at you that's like that's like the tone of Mm -hmm. like when you yell at a dog you could be saying you are Mm -hmm. so beautiful yes you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) and the dog is still like tail between Um, the legs (laughs) you know i guess i'm not a big i'm always like a person that i get really awkward about receiving compliments like Uh, just in normal life and also in volleyball and normal life if someone compliments me i'm just like and like maybe make a joke back, but in volleyball, if I literally, if I like, obviously I want my coaches to like tell me when I'm doing a good job, but I swear to God, I'll screw up so badly right after they compliment me because I just like get so flustered and I'm like, they think I'm doing well. And then I'm like, oh, let's screw it up right now. You should, so, just, you should just send them your love language test. Cause, <laughs> cause we all, cause I've never taken that. Take it because we, we both know. Since I know you, it's not touch, and obviously it's not words of affirmation. <laughs> just take the test and make sure it's translated in German, so then they they know in their head to lock it in, not to compliment you. That is hilarious. Oh, I need to take that because yeah, I I really don't know what my love my love language is like. I would say food I think- or jokes, food or sarcasm. I don't know. <laughs> Going off of what I know about you. I would, I would assume it's time because you don't like being alone. So it's yes, time. Yes. And then, oh God, I don't know. That second one's a toss up. This is really interesting. I've never heard of this or like, I just never thought of, I don't know when I hear love languages. I just think of either like touch, 
or like compliments, but I didn't know like time and all this. So it's like time. <laughs> gifts, this would be helpful though. Gifts. Um, it's like receiving gifts or like the giving. Yeah. Um, I'm missing one, but at least we eliminated two. So yeah, we're almost there. Yeah. But time has to be yes. one of yours. We will, time I will, is definitely one of them. I will send you a link after we get done with this. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. <laughs> How beneficial was it having Morgan with you? Oh, it's been so nice. Just and I guess I also have Madeline Gates from Stanford, and then we have one other American. But um, <laughs> actually, we were just in Turkey last week, like a week and a half ago, and. God, being in Turkey and like not being able to understand literally any of the signs made being in Germany seem like really homey and really easy to live in. But like remembering back to when I first got here, like just everything takes more energy, like going to the grocery store, like I have to translate stuff like you don't know the social norm. So like I'm like always on high alert, not trying to offend anyone or like do that. And then you add in coronavirus and I'm like fumbling around. And then um, so, yeah, stuff like that is just every even like the small things are are pretty exhausting so it's nice at least having people that that you know and love with you um that you can be relaxed with you know like when you first meet someone you still feel like you need to give like I don't know like social energy um but it's nice not being alone (laughs) and not having to give a lot of energy and just like knowing each other right away so it's been great I I don't know how I would have done it without her um literally living in (laughs) the apartment right below me I think it would be, I think it's better that she's there because of, because of COVID, but I feel mm-hmm. like you would do, you'd be fine not knowing you, I'm assuming you'd be fine if she wasn't there and everything was normal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it's, it's especially hard now because like, I can't go out and meet people. So it would yeah. have just been me by myself. Whereas, yeah, I could have found friends and like done stuff, but yeah, out here there's really, and I know athletes get the like kind of work hard, play hard. I don't know if people think that about them, but I mean, we're training, I train six days a week. I'm in double days. I've been in double days for six months. And like, it's hard not being able to go just even to a restaurant or like go to a bar or like go do any of that stuff um, on your one off day a week. So yeah, it's nice still having one person so that your off days don't all just kind of like blend together. So you mentioned social norms over there. What's, what's something weird over there that you're like, oh, I have to do this now? Uh, and I wonder, I mean, I feel like I'm going to start doing things at home and I probably don't realize it yet, but <laughs> people stare so much more. I, I told you this before. I'm glad you mentioned that because the last interview we did for the Miss Hall podcast, somebody commented on the YouTube. Let me see if I can pull it up and read it. <laughs> somebody commented on the YouTube don't know who it was and basically was like i can give jenna tips on how to deal with that no way i'm not lying i'm not even kidding oh that is so funny so what do you what do you go in depth with what you mean by staring i mean so we got out of quarantine and it was still what it was mid-august so it was nice like it was still summer and i'm walking in just like a t-shirt shorts and tennis shoes and like all three of us are walking that and I'm like yeah we're like kind of tall but not I'm six foot Gates is six two Morgan's five nine so like I wouldn't say we're just and like people are taller out here too so I'm like we blended I'm literally part German and it just felt like people were staring at us and I'm like 
do they know we're fresh out of quarantine? I'm like, am I wearing something that just like is flagging me as looking super American? And like, it just kept happening. And I was like, finally to one of my coaches, like a couple weeks in, I'm like, do I just look super American? Like we weren't even talking and I just get stared at. And they were like, oh no, people just stare more. And it doesn't help that we're in like kind of um, an older area, like of the city. So just old people walking around and staring at us. And the worst is when they stare at us and I'm trying to parallel park. Cause like we only have parallel parking spots right in front of our apartment and it's stick shift. And like, especially in the beginning, like struggling, like really struggling. And they would just be watching you. And sometimes really nice, but not what I needed. They'd come over and be like, and I was like, please stop helping me. I'm like, you're not helping me. You're panicking me. I can't handle this. It's such a dad move. (laughs) But I I have, I have the comment pulled up. It says, I don't know if Jenna will read this, but I hope it reaches her. They don't know, of course. Oh, shoot. See, I can't read. Remember we talked about it out loud? They do know, of course, probably from the way you dress, maybe from facial expressions, if you really want to blend in. Come on, what's it? Ah, it cuts off. Hold on. See, I feel like it's hard to believe that I'm flagged. Like they can tell just right away that I'm. Basically, the end is like, if she needs help, let her send her to me. Yeah, let me get right on that person with no profile picture and, and really no real name. Yeah, I'll get right to it. Hey, yeah, man, teach me how to blend in. I'm sick of getting stared at. Got to figure out my facial expressions. <laughs> Either way, I like. I, I, I'm used to getting like semi stared at just because I always I have volume control issues like I've always just especially when I get into like a conversation like I am yelling I'm not kidding one time I was on a date and the guy was like started like laughing as I was telling a story and I was like not the punch and I was like do I have something I literally stopped him like do I have something on my face and he was like no you're just like you're just like talking, you're just like talking a little loud. And I was like, I was like, all right, well, good date. So you weren't voted loudest in the class like I was for high school? school? You're kidding. (laughs) I was voted loudest in the class. I got best laugh, loudest in the class, and most likely to never grow up. This is amazing. I'm I'm gonna. I'm. And the thing is, my laugh is notoriously loud. So I sound like I can't do it because I have like a hundred different laughs. But my real laugh is from my mom. And to give you the best possible example of what it sounds like, just imagine a horse trying to talk (laughs) (laughs) like that. See, I feel like. Do you ever like? I definitely pick up on phrases like when I hang out with people for a really long time like this would always happen that's with my our favorite teeth. thing but like sometimes I also pick up on people's laughs like a little bit like I have my like true laugh and then sometimes like I'll like I'll start adapting and we'll be doing the same laugh which like almost makes it funnier but yeah I don't know I have a couple different laughs it's changed over the years I have a very girly giggle a giggle like, I'll say I'll say <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it'll be like <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Uh, so I have a friend Danny, and we both have unique laughs. So when we're together, people are like, "Sweet, you get to hear these laughs combined." And his is complete opposite of mine, so it's like 
I can't even explain to you what it sounds like, but like, if you didn't know what it was, you'd be terrified. That is so funny. I love it when people have like hilarious laughs. Like there are people that have like really cute, like infectious laughs. And then there are some people that I just want to make laugh because it sounds so ridiculous and I want to hear it. My laugh is I'll laugh at my own joke and the joke won't be that funny, but my laugh will make it funny. Yeah. See, that's a so great quality how, to have. Yeah. How funny am I? Ooh, we will never know. <laughs> I have to ask since being over in Germany, have you pranked or started any prank wars with your new teammates? <laughs> no, I actually, I'm trying to think oh, if I've done. You toned it down? I toned it down partially because I feel like I have pranked people, but they're on a much smaller scale. I don't have the resources available to me that I normally have. You know, um, no, I haven't gotten any prank wars. To be fair, everyone's pretty tame on, on my team. Everyone's like way more mature than me. Like even though we're pretty young, um, but like the younger girls, just so much more mature than me. And I'm just like, okay, for sure, guys. <laughs> well, then what is the best prank you've ever pulled off at Stanford? Oh, I would say the best one I've, <laughs> I, this last year, the freshman, it's always me against the freshman. And like, this was always my big issue when I was younger too, was like taking things too far. And as I've gotten older and like, hopefully more mature, I've learned the line, but they like, were hyping it up. They were like, dude, we're going to get you so badly. Like it's coming. And I immediately get into like, crazy mode where I'm like no one will out prank me and like I couldn't focus in class like I was just thinking of like five different pranks like writing them down and in the course of one class like a 50 minute class I made um flyers with um our two freshmen's like roster pictures they're like snapchat codes like the little scan things um and then just like a bulleted like lists about them and it would just said looking for boyfriends um, please add on Snapchat if interested. And within, and I emailed them off and had someone print them for me. And I think within an hour then I had uh, like 60 flyers posted all around the athletic facilities of just my freshman where it said like looking for boyfriends, like please Snapchat, please Snapchat them. And I got in I mean, it was hilarious because also their prank that they had waiting for me was they silly streamed me. And I was like, oh, no. And, like, they hadn't seen the flyers yet. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, Ben. And some of the, like, trainers and stuff found it. And, like, Stanford, especially my junior and senior year, they were really strict on, like, hazing because there had been, I don't know. So we had to go to, like, a bunch of, like, hazing like training things and we were super anti-hazing and I got I almost got like in big trouble because they thought it was like hazing and I was like no 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 I'm like I swear they were pranking me back and then of course the prank back was silly string and I'm like god it looks like I'm hazing two freshmen right now (laughs) welcome one welcome to Chicago two (laughs) how is that hazing that's what I don't know like that was the hard part was where obviously I think hazing is 
horrible, like, but sometimes it's difficult to know. That one, that was a prank war, very different from Hazy, but maybe they didn't know we're in a prank war, but like, it's difficult to say, like, like with, you know what I mean? There's like team initiations. Um, and yeah, some of that is hazing, but like some of that is just like helpful for team bonding. Like, obviously, as long as you don't take it too far, but like you want to, for, for me, like anytime the upperclassmen planned anything or like thought of me, I was like, oh my God, like I'm just a freshman. Like they're doing this for me. Like, this is really cool. And like, you need to have people that know the boundaries and stuff. So it's not like hurtful, but yeah, I think that's a hard, it's a hard line to draw. So I don't really know. The worst is when you're doing something like that and it's like you're in a school setting and then you just get in trouble because they thought it was the worst thing possible. Yeah. I, I remember in high school, I took a picture of someone's pants because do you, are you aware of like baseball players having like their, 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 their baseball pant under like their shoes? Like it's like no. pant goes... So it like sort of looks like it's on, it's like under the shoe. It's just the way that some people wore it. Like David Ortiz wore it like that. Uh-huh. And I just literally took a picture of the person's ankle, literally. And I tweeted out a picture of David Ortiz's pants with it. And I said, this is this David Ortiz? Something like that. I'm literally 17. So the next day, teachers are telling me I need to apologize to this person for calling them fat. The photo, the photo was their ankle. Was the person's ankle that I took a picture of, were they overweight? Yes, but guess what? In high school, so was I. I was 245 pounds in high school. I didn't call anyone fat. And then I got screamed at by the deans. That is so funny. See, that's the thing. It's like, well, now, no, you guys are the jerks. I'm like, I'm not the jerk. Like, you weren't thinking of that, but... That's a hard part then when they spin it and you're like, no, it's not what I was thinking. It's just, and then you're fumbling and then I'm like, well, great. Now I look like a jerk. I'm like, I didn't mean to look like a jerk. I got screamed at in the hallway. They're like, did you call so-and-so fat? I'm like, are you looking at me? <laughs> I literally took a cankle to floor. That was it. <laughs> that was <laughs> it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, is there is there a German dish that you will refuse to eat? Um. No, I don't think I've come across anything. I mean, the food's pretty tame. Like it's just, I mean, at least what I've had is just kind of seems like meat, potatoes, pretzels, um, and unfortunately, like a lot of the places have been shut down. Like since we've been out here, so I went to. Just, I got to go to a couple beer gardens, um, like when it was still nice outside, but no, I think it's, I think the food's really good. It's pretty tame. Nothing like too insane that I've tried yet that I, that I don't like. Yeah. That's good. Cause when I wrote that question out, I'm like, I don't think there's anything weird over there. No, it's really just, they love white bread, which is so difficult or like in the discount markets they love sweets like they have so many baked goods just everywhere and it's amazing but it's also horrible because i'm like please stop and then they that's the other thing i'm like well i guess in the u.s our proportions and we use a lot of butter and like all of that and like fried foods but i'm like you guys are also pretty bad like so many sweets and just like and they're so cheap 
But that's also because my brain is still, <laughs> I need to get out of the mode of, I'm like, wow, only like, I don't know, like $1.99. I'm like, that's so cheap. And then I remember that like, there's like the, what, it's $1.20 um, US dollars, which I guess that was a bad example of the money, but like 20% <laughs> more is, 20, that was a terrible, terrible conversion. I feel like I should do something, something more expensive. And then I remember that it's 20% more. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, never mind. That's normal price. <laughs> How's that chocolate though? Chocolate's great. And it's also great because um, I have a Swiss teammate who brings, she'll bring in Swiss chocolate. Um, and then there's Swiss chocolate in the stores. And there's some really good stuff. There's like, <laughs> we did Secret Santa. And there's like, I just came across this little like chocolate shop where they set all the specialty ones. And I had my physio for Secret Santa. And I found a, like a man in a Speedo made out of chocolate like posing and like flexing and that was my that was my present for him so and it had like a it was like a man in a speedo made out of chocolate and then a can of whipped cream made out of chocolate and that was my secret santa gift for him so they're very creative with their sweets and their chocolates dang yeah now i have to go buy some chocolate even though yeah. i finished raw cookie dough for breakfast <laughs> uh, <laughs> With uh, Athletes Unlimited Volleyball right around the corner, what are your thoughts on the upcoming season? Although I know you're not going to be involved in it. Yeah, I'm super excited also because, I mean, one of my teammates and like really good friends from college, she's um, working for them. So she's been kind of keeping me updated about it. And I've seen so much from her. Um, and then my old coach is coming out of retirement, um, Cassidy Lickman. Um and she'll be playing. And then, I mean, there's so many other legends that are playing and then a mix of, of younger girls uh, around my age too, that I played against in college. So I'm really excited um, to watch it all. It's nice to see kind of a U.S. league maybe starting up for good. And hopefully Morgan and I might be jumping on to one of the live streams or helping commentate a little bit. So getting involved with that. But yeah, any volleyball I love. Um, and I'm excited that NCAA volleyball and luckily Stanford, they're opening matches tonight. So I'm, I'm very happy and excited to, to watch us volleyball again. Do you think chemistry will be an issue at all with like the changing of teams and the drafting every week? Yeah, I think that would be, I mean, I think it would be the hardest for a setter just trying to learn a new set of hitters um, every single week. Cause for me, like, I mean, it took to really get meshing, like with a team, it takes you at least a month or two, if not like even the first half of the season. Um, so I'm interested to see that, but they have some really good, they locked down some really good setters. So um, yeah, a lot of things that I'm excited to see how it works out because I think it is a really cool idea and it's a new idea um, mixing up the teams and doing the draft, but it could also be pretty difficult for some positions trying to, to get in a rhythm in just a week um, before some matches. Yeah. It's a, it's a brilliant and original idea. I think it, I, I, I'm curious to see how it's going to work out as well, but I think it works perfectly for softball. It's mm -hmm. like really the only chemistry you need is between a pitcher and catcher. Yeah. And then we saw that, they were just drafting each other every week, which was cool. Yeah. 
but I, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see how that works. And then they have, uh, what's coming up? Uh, lacrosse, women's lacrosse. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, like, I guess I don't know too much about lacrosse, but I could also see that one being maybe a little more difficult than softball. But I guess now that you mentioned that the, the pitchers and the catchers were drafting each other, like, I am forgetting it's not going to be a completely new team every week. Like maybe people yes. are going to start realizing who they work with best. Um, and then it'll get going the fine rhythm. So yeah, I think it'll work out well. And that'll be just really fun for all the, for all the athletes to, to get to know everyone too. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many total women are playing, but yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I know, I, I know for softball, it was like 50s. 52, 53, 50-something. Mm-hmm. Um, who is someone that we, the people, need to be looking out for in uh, AU volleyball this year? Um, so I mentioned Cassidy Lickman, and that's just because she was, like, my idol. And my freshman year, she was, like, our center's coach, or she just kind of worked with everyone um and she was just such a great mentor for me and that's why I'm excited to see her coming out of retirement because no one knows it but she would absolutely school us like she would hop in and scrimmage our freshman year and she would play on the on the b side um and she's just such a finesse player like she makes it look so so easy and I think like especially now with social media like um like I'll have more followers than some players that are just have been around way longer and are way more established than me. And like, I feel like that's almost unfair. So yeah, I think for the younger girls, like look out for cats because I think she's the epitome of what it means to be an all around player. Um, she's done almost every single position. Like she, she can serve a seat, she can hit, she can set, she can do it all. Um, and she's probably, I don't, I don't know how old Cass is. She's around my sister's age. So maybe like, seven or eight years older than me. Um, so well beyond where the younger girls would know. Um, but yeah, definitely someone that they should be looking up to. I'm glad you brought up your following because that was my very next question. (laughs) (laughs) What's it like having a following that consists of 10 year olds? I mean, (laughs) it's, (laughs) It's great. I only ask I only I only ask this and laugh because you joke about it yeah, too. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Like I and I want to like be involved in the volleyball community for everyone, but it is it is tough when like anytime I've I've given up on like the ask me a question thing or like a lot of those interaction things because it's usually younger girls asking like and maybe I'll use this as a PSA to any younger girls asking and wondering how to not double the ball. That is the biggest question I get asked. I don't know. I don't know without seeing you, you know, like, I love it. I, I would hate having like doubles and unclean hands, but like, I can't, it's, that's something I can't fix. Like that's something that takes a while to fix. And there's a lot of things that could cause that. So that's the number one question. I don't want to be asked anymore. Um, I get a lot of requests for, posting like volleyball videos um which maybe someday but as of right now not what I want to be doing I don't think I really consider myself to be an influencer like I'm just kind of on there to be on there but yeah it's a combination I would say it's 
like 20% my friends, 70% like younger volleyball girls. And then like 10% like creepy men, like asking to buy my used socks and like, like saying weird things to me and making like telling me I look very beautiful mamacita on my, on my Instagram pictures. And I'm like, Hey man, keep it to yourself. <laughs> Let's dive into those DMS now. Like what's the weirdest DM you've received? Cause, cause as a woman in general, we know every woman has experienced some weird DM from some creepy. Dude. Yeah. Um, I had a man that was wanted to buy my used socks, like my dirty socks. And usually I, I don't interact with those, but that one I was like, this is too good not to just like mess with him a little bit, you know, like, and also a little curious, like what's the market like for that? So I just responded like, how much? And he was like, $20. And I was like, no, these socks, I'm like the socks alone. Like these are Nike socks. I'm like, they're more, they're worth more than $20. If you were just even going to wash them and wear them, let alone like sweaty ones. I was like, no, I'm sorry. Too low. And he was like, well then how much do you want? And I was like $69. And he was like, Hmm, that's kind of high. And I was like, (laughs) well, I was like, sorry, I'm pretty firm. He's like, well, do your feet get really smelly? And I was like, I regret it. I'm like, I really regret it. I don't. But so yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten, it ranges from like that to I've gotten ones that like someone bet on one of our games and they were accusing me of throwing the match. And they said that they were going to break my legs. And then (laughs) I was like, okay. And then there's one guy persistent. Um, just probably every month or so will just DM me. Can you sex with me? Or like, will you sex with me? And I'm like, time out, to t- time out, time out. That's not even English. Yeah. So he better be foreign. Yes, he's foreign. Is yes. he foreign? Good. Yeah. Good. Just wanted to check on his. Yeah. His grammar. So, so yeah. And he's persistent. It's around almost like the beginning of every month. And sometimes it, he'll retype like, can you sex with me? It'll be, will you sex with me? Sometimes I'll just send a question mark, just, you know, a reminder to view the previous questions. Next time he does that, do me a favor. This is going to be just for me. Can you just send him the article of the Jared Porter story of 62 (laughs) unanswered text messages? Because this sounds very similar and pretty soon it sounds like you're going to be receiving a photo that you didn't ask. Yeah. Which luckily I will say, I'm very lucky. I know uh, I have friends that have just gotten pictures, like DMs of stuff. And I'm like, thank God. I've never gotten that. I never want to get that. Don't understand that. So that's the one thing. Thank you, Lord. Haven't gotten. She just wants the request for her. (laughs) Yeah. Serious offers only. (laughs) (laughs) As a guy, as a guy, I will never ever ever understand the picture thing don't get it i will never get it i will never ever get it absolutely baffling like i've spoken yeah just i've spoken with i've never heard a girl be like even not even i like that's what i wanted i was at the gym and that's what i've been looking for yeah just like not even a girl say i like it i've never even heard a girl say i i don't mind it like literally every girl is like no please please don't 
Like it, we didn't, I didn't consent to you sending me this. I don't want it. I don't want it. Didn't ask for it. It, it, it really does not make yeah. any sense. Yeah. Nobody has ever been like, I'm so glad. <laughs> Response back. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> Oh my God! It's so I've received unsolicited. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not to like brag or like try to. I'm just trying to tell you that, <laughs> that I've been experiencing this. That's way better. So I'll, I'll tell I'll I'll tell the tale since I brought it up. So someone, this was a few weeks ago. Someone sent me a picture, and I was like, I didn't ask for this. I don't know. I, we don't even talk. Uh, so I was like, what's a response that isn't like, thank you, but like more like, so they know they never do this again. So I responded, oh, you thin, thin. Cause I, cause they, cause I know they lost weight recently. So it was kind of a compliment. Yeah. Oh, so then, so I said, oh, you thin, thin, like congrats on losing weight. Cause I figured that's what it was for. Yeah. Cause I, I, like I said, I've lost weight. So then they responded like the sad emoji. And I was like, what? And they're like, nothing. I was like, oh, unad, unad. Oh my gosh. Wait, so this was, a, this was one that you I, knew in person though? Yes, yes. <laughs> but like, I, not, I didn't talk to them to where like, I would expect this. Oh, uh-uh. No, that's so much more uncomfortable. Oh my God. Deleted immediately. No, off the friends list. I was like, I'm like, I can't say nice because I'm like, I'm, I'm not a full on jerk. <laughs> I feel like I'm being, I feel like now people listen to this, like he said thin, thin, like that's so rude. Like, you, no, I was not trying to be rude. I was just trying to be nice enough to like say I didn't want yeah. this. Yeah. See, that's the nicest and thing knowing, you Yeah. You could have been way worse, way worse. <laughs> and knowing that she lost weight, like I was being nice. <laughs> Uh, oh my lord let's let's get off this train track and get on a different track right now <laughs> another pet peeve that i have this is great transition skills right here another pet peeve i have is when people can't read a room just like that girl couldn't read a room as someone who is very gifted at reading a room does it bother you as well it, that is the number one way to get under my skin it's just when people have no feel like it's it's tough and I guess like there's like, I guess, oh, it's weird saying in, in my profession, but like in volleyball, like there's some people that have like volleyball feel and then just like general life feel and both really frustrate me because like there's a lot of girls that are athletes and they're great, but then they have no volleyball feel and it's just like, what are you doing? And yeah, and then there's people that just also don't have any social cues like and stuff like that and, like I'm an awkward person and maybe I'm more aware of it because like I I was just ridiculously awkward growing up so like I had to sit back and like observe a lot and like try to figure out like yes. normal cues yes. and then I think that's how I figured out like along the way just like also figuring out emotional cues and like figuring out people is that I had to I had to kind of learn and figure it out for myself so yeah I think it's it's tough it is really tough interacting with people that have just zero feel. A wise woman once told me that the annoying kids growing up are now the cool kids. <laughs> so I'm cool now. I'm cool now. 
Oh, that's I amazing. was the annoying kid. That is so funny. Yeah, I think it's that really kind of makes sense. Like I was annoying, and then realized and people told me I was annoying, and I was like, I had it early on. You I go had into to, a shell. You go into a shell. I had to rebrand. We had not completely rebrand, but we had to figure it out. Like oh. you know, I had to figure out my levels and figure out the boundaries. But yeah. And now I'm thankful for it because I'm like, learn while you're young at least and get called out. Like I would rather get called out when I'm 14 rather than 23. <laughs> it's it's like when people are telling you that you're annoying, you'd go into a shell, but then you'd be like, but I'm being myself. But then like, am I being too much? Yes, I would be told that I was like annoying or talking too much. Or I was always like, Jenna, the joke was too far. And I'm like, but it was funny. And they were like, but it was too far. I'm like, that was the num- <laughs> that was the first lesson I had to learn that like, just because it's funny, like, doesn't mean it's not rude. And like, there's stuff that I look back on now and I'm like, oh no, that was mean. I like, my intentions weren't to be mean. Like I was genuinely just trying to make people laugh. I'm like, yeah, I get that now. But then, yeah, I would also have in college too, like I had teammates and they were like, dude, are you ever quiet? And like, I would get so like sad by that. And I'd be like, well, fine. You don't, you won't hear any of my jokes. I'll be quiet the whole practice. And they were like, okay. And I'm like, okay, fine. Have a good practice without my jokes. And then like, I would think of something and it would literally be like, like I would have to hold it in or then just to make them mad, I would just start like laughing to myself. And they were like, what? And I'm like, no, sorry. I can't make any jokes today. So like my jokes are for me, not for you. Like I'm getting to enjoy them, but like, you can't like, sorry guys. This, this irks me as well. And then you're like having a day where you're just calm and cool. And then everyone's like, are you okay? What's wrong? How come, how come, how come you're not, how come you're not off the wall? Yes. Is everything okay? Is every, is everything fine? Yes. I like, I'm like, no, like, I just can't, I'm like, sorry, I can't not perform. I'm like, but like some days I'm just not in the mood to like really be on. Yeah. I'm like, most of the time, am I on like 80% of the time? Yeah. But like, sometimes I do need to recharge and. I, yeah, I think people always think of me as like an extreme extrovert, and that's with anyone where like you, you, everyone needs time to recharge. And like, I don't know, we talk about social energy. Like, I don't want to give social energy a lot, but it, yeah, I get that a lot. And then I, I don't think people understand, and I'm sure you felt this way too. Like when people tell me I'm being annoying or like talking too much, like it makes me sad. And then I'm like, am I an annoying person? Do I have no feel? Am I that person? And then I'm questioning it. And then I'm like, I get really bummed. I'm like, dang, I'm like, I thought I was just like making people laugh, but maybe I'm annoyed. And they're just like pity laughing for me. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> the worst is when they're like, why aren't you, why are you acting like this? Why aren't you like on? Like, I'm not a toy. Yes. <sighs> like, obviously, obviously I'm not going to have, not every interaction you have with me is going to be me or obviously I want to be the center of attention, but I don't always want to be the center of attention. I could take the back seat for one. Yeah. I think it's hard when also like people are bored and I'm not on. And then they're like, Jenna. And I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm entertaining 80% of the time and it's great. And I'm flowing. I'm like, I'm flowing. It's I, I enjoy it, but like, I can't force it. Like I need someone to pick up the slack and I, I didn't really realize until my senior year, like the class above us. I mean, we had four, all four of them were like that. We're like, they were just all uniquely interesting and entertaining in their own ways. And so I didn't have to be on all the time. Like we could all take turns and I would say it was hilarious. Like bus rides, everything were just so stupid and so funny. Um, And then it got a little bit harder because 
everyone was pretty normal uh, my senior year. And I would say I was the only big time, like, I, I don't want attention. Like sometimes I just like, and that's the other thing too, is like, people think I do it because I want attention. I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not doing this for the attention. Like I'm just doing it because I have 8 billion things running through my head that I think are funny. And I think you guys would enjoy it too. Like, Hey, do you want to hear every single thought I've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to say, I appreciate you allowing me to interview you like the, uh, the last interview, this will be the third time because you hate interviews. <laughs> so like, it's such an honor for me to be like one of those lucky people to get to interview mm-hmm. you. But like, why do you hate being interviewed? Like, what is it about interviews? That you I hate? think I hate it because like, I, I really enjoy doing stuff with you because I can speak pretty freely and just like, also, I don't have to, I can infuse volleyball and like definitely all the lessons I've learned in my experiences, but also just like my personality. I think it's a lot harder when I have to only talk about volleyball or just only talk about one thing. And I almost feel like, like a pageant girl, like toddlers and tiaras, just like spouting off something like really proper and great. Um, and by now, like I've gotten a lot of the same questions or I guess now it's a little bit different that I'm overseas because, you know, like it's my first year and it's different, but like at Stanford by my senior year, like I almost felt like a robot, like spouting off the same answers to the same questions and just being really proper and being really PC and all that stuff. Um, So yeah, it's nice just getting to talk about normal life things and more about myself rather than just like volleyball and my accomplishments. Yeah, uh, the way I look at it is if, if if someone's tuning in to listen to you, they don't, they know volleyball, obviously. They at least know something about you. That's why they're tune, turning it, tuning in, turning in, tuning in. So they want to know about you. They don't want to know about the X's and O's. And that's, yeah, and that's what I have a hard time with, especially like and when people want to know about like my volleyball technique and like learn from me in that way, like there's a lot of coaches that can give you the same advice and maybe, maybe girls would take it more seriously for me just because I seem like a more relatable source um, rather than what, like your club coach or someone, but there's so many coaches out there that, that know what they're talking about and teach the same thing as me and probably like know more than me. Like I'm a player, I'm not a coach. Um, So I think my value and I can be a lot more valuable speaking about my experiences and more maybe the mental aspect, but yeah, like personality side and just those other things like that I've been through rather than just like the boring nitty gritty, like this is my footwork to get to the volleyball. Like that's not fun. Everyone does it differently. Like I do it differently. I don't think that the way I set is the best way for anyone else. So it's just like, it's boring. I think that's where it comes into play where people forget that just because you're such a great athlete doesn't mean you're going to be a good coach. Yeah. Like people forget like you just because you're a good player doesn't mean you can coach. And then like this goes into like people who talk about sports just because you didn't play it doesn't mean you don't know it. Yes. Doesn't mean you can't yeah, teach it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had coaches that, uh, what, my coach out here, he never played John Dummy. Like literally he's in the Hall of Fame, uh, my freshman year coach. I don't think he ever, I'm pretty sure he never played. Like he was a high school math teacher and then just started like coaching at the school and then realized that he was brilliant at it. And like, 
he's been the most knowledgeable coach and just the best teacher. Like he was such a good teacher of the game and never played it. So yeah, I'm like, I, especially right now, I don't have training to be a coach. I don't know how to coach. Like I, I know what I like and don't like from coaches, but like, that's just for me personally. Like I, there's so many different personalities that are like, yeah, I, I don't know how to coach. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a good coach right now. Kids, you want to make a fist? And then you want to put your other hand over it. and then Oh, no, this is embarrassing because, I no, I pass. That's all I got. Um, I pass with my thumb crossed over. I pass like this. Oh, Isn't that? She's different. And you're really not supposed to do that. Yeah. So I can't even. She's different. different. Yeah. <laughs> the worst is like trying to teach kids, like tell them like the basics. And that's another hard thing. Like girls are watching, like 13, 14-year-old girls are watching uh, videos of me playing in my senior year of college on YouTube. And it's, it's like you, you go in different phases. Like you have to learn the basics and learn how to do those. And then you can deviate from them as you get older and they want to just jump to, to what I'm doing right now. And I'm like, no, it, it comes in phases. You have to perfect the basic stuff and then you can start messing with it and tweaking with it because you have the ability to always go back to the basics. So I'm like, again, I'm like, I don't know if I'm the best, <laughs> the best, coach for you and like advice giver for someone who's at a different level than me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, but I want to get to your favorite subject before I let you go. <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> One, what is your favorite episode? Um, oh God. I feel like it's such a classic and I don't know, I guess there's so many episodes that are a classic. I always think of the um, one when they get locked in Sandy's little bubble and they're like dirty Dan. And I don't know if you ever saw it this summer. I, before I left, like I was, I had so much time, like I literally had nothing to do. So I made a dye table and uh, painted it. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah. And I painted it with, um, uh, Dirty Dan and oh god, why am I blanking on uh, Pinhead Larry? Pinhead Larry and Dirty Dan and actually no, one was just like the one was Dirty Dan and then one was Patrick when he's like just like screaming and like looking up. But yeah, I would say that episode like yeah yeah, yeah. that episode sticks out in my mind the most. Um, but that's also because I feel like recently, like jokes, like are always made about that. Um, and I also really love the episode when the jellyfish take over SpongeBob's house and the beat is just like going in there partying all the time where it's like, and they're just like going, I do. I really enjoyed that one. Um, what's your favorite SpongeBob meme? Oh, um, I really like the one where he's like the caveman, you know, where he's just like, Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, my, my senior year, like, they really wanted me, which, like, yeah, I was pretty lazy. I just kind of, like, in service just just I'm supposed to, like, sprint and, like, actually run and, like, be, like, in a ready stance um, when I get to the net. And I would just kind of casually walk up. They're like, I would, take, I would take my sweet time. And they're like, no, Jenna, you need to be down and, like, ready. And I literally, every time I did it, I felt like that meme where I was just, like, caveman SpongeBob. And I was like, then you, then you would giggle and I would giggle and like I told I finally told Morgan because I was like I'm giggling and people probably think I'm psychotic and then Morgan started laughing too and then I would like purposely at the net like run up and be like oh. 
<laughs> and then run after the ball. So I definitely, I'm a big fan of that one. <laughs> I'll send you some afterwards that I've recently found, and they're just the the SpongeBob. Well, well, the NFL playoff game that was on Nickelodeon, like the SpongeBob themes and stuff, and everyone was going nuts. Yeah, with the yeah. Oh my god. And then it was like anytime someone messes up on the Bears, and I would tweet the SpongeBob doing the dolphin <laughs> noise. Uh, I've been. I need to look at it. Spotify, like, you know, you can like add a cover photo to, like, your playlist. Yeah. I feel like half of mine. Like, I started adding to some just because I thought it was fun. But like, I just found myself gravitating to, um, just like SpongeBob pictures. Oh, my other one. There's. And it's one of my playlists. It's of like Patrick wearing a sweater and it just says like, mom, come pick me up. I'm scared. And like the amount of times I would send that in college to my friends, I was like, there's a party going on. I'm like, please come pick me up. I don't think it's that one. He should just, you, you should, there's some, someone should make one of him with that. It just says college. Yes. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Right? Yeah. That would be great. Right. I love it now that also SpongeBob people are making these like kind of cool edits of them or like, neon edits of spongebob and i just make it my playlist covers now <laughs> i love spongebob another thing you love is tiktok i i do i think who's your favorite follow on TikTok? it was about who do i follow who's like who's your favorite person to follow on tiktok um I don't know. That's a hard part. Cause like TikTok, it's, that's why it's so genius is like the platform just kind of like molds to you rather than you finding people that like, I don't need, I don't to, follow need to follow anyone. anyone. Like it just creates a, an amazing feed for me. And like, it's changed over time. I do really like her name's like lady Efron. I don't know if you know her, but she's, um, She's just really dramatic, but like she's, I, I, I don't think I, I mean, I follow like Cody Co just cause I like his YouTube channel, but his TikToks are like, they're all right. But yeah, that's the crazy thing about TikTok is like, they somehow find these hilarious videos that they, that you'll most likely really enjoy. And they're just like back to back to back to back. Like you don't have to like Vine, I'll say like Vine, you had to, when I first started, didn't really enjoy it. But then once I started finding people that I liked, it's like, it got hilarious, but like you had to follow them and you had to search for it. Whereas TikTok, it's genius, and that's why it's so addicting. Is I can get like food, like recipe recommendations. <laughs> I feel like I'm older now. I can get honestly, I get music off of there too. Like I found, I don't, I don't know how to get more. But like there's people that recommend TikTok University. Yeah, there's people that recommend like songs and stuff and playlists. And I'm like, oh, I even uploaded one like recommending. That's my one pet peeve though is. TikTok has like, I don't consider myself an influencer. I don't consider people caring about what I'm doing every second of the day. Like if I post a picture of food, I think it's cause it looks good, but like I won't post the recipe. And like for people, I'm like, if I wanted the recipe, I'd ask you for it. So I'm like, I think nowadays, like almost everyone thinks they're an influencer and I'm just kind of like, all right, calm down guys. I'm like, not quite. But then on TikTok, I get really into people like, posting the recipes but yeah there's people that are like so a lot of you have been asking about my my beauty routine and I'm like who the hell are you 
I'm like, literally, who are you? Like, people are acting like they're celebrities. <laughs> two likes, two likes. That's my thing. Like, I would feel so absurd posting things. And there's people that are like, yeah, like, you guys are wondering how I get my perfect curls. Like, this is my nighttime nighttime beauty routine. And I'm like, who, who the hell are you? I'm like, you're not an influencer. You have, like, 10 followers. And, like, somehow this TikTok blew up. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so maybe it's a bad thing in that regard. I don't know. My... My biggest thing with TikTok is when there's a part two and then I have to go and find it on their page. They, they have to change that. Like they just recently changed it where it says like, just watch. I mean, like, thanks for letting me know. Where yeah. I it. But as soon as I go to like swipe left oh. to go to their profile, I want that next. I, I've, it's a personal vendetta. If someone, especially if they have like no followers, if somehow they have a story time, and they purposely don't fit it into the minute. And then they keep making you wait. And they're like, hey, I'll release the second half of the story. Like after 2K followers, like, I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I will not. I'm like, I refuse. I'm not, I'm not watching through all of this. I'm not giving you the views. Just be a normal person and share the story. I'm like, stop making me do this. You're not an influencer. You're not getting paid for this. Stop making me work for it. I don't like when I know it's clickbait. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like it when they're like, if I pull out this initial, they're thinking about you. Oh, they pulled out a B. So Brian's thinking about me? <laughs> no way. No way. I'm going to have to text yeah. him and be like, bro, are you thinking about Die me? Because that's wicked. That's wicked. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. It drives me nuts. I'm like, I'm like, hopefully it's the person that I'm thinking about because <laughs> – lover boy over here please be that letter yes, yeah an a i'm like no yeah i didn't want a man to think about me still <laughs> uh, i guess are you are you a person uh, that's into the like astrology signs i mean i know the signs i know what i am sag king but, <laughs> um i don't be- <laughs> i don't like believe in it but like the girlfriend or the the ladies in my life, my lady friends, they're into it. So like, I know more than I probably yeah. should as, as a guy. Yeah. I feel like just out of curiosity, I watch it just to see what they, cause I'm a Pisces and like, I just like wait to see. And I don't know what it is. Like Pisces always get left out. Like they'll go through the whole list and won't do Pisces. And I'm like, so that's why I'm not into it. I'm like, I keep getting left out. It happens on like cosmopolitan Snapchat stories too. I'll just be like, all right, let's just see you, you know, let's, and then I'm like, where's Pisces? I'm like, all right, then never mind. It's not real because I don't exist in this world. So I got pot belly 80% off because I was a Sag and the manager was too. I'll, tell you story. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go. Uh, so <laughs> even though this is this podcast is about you, this is still gold. So I, I love pot belly. So I went to pot belly, it's probably a year ago. And I walk in and this woman was like, how you doing? I'm like, good, how are you? She goes, oh, he's fine, man. Look at him walking in here looking so fine. I'm like, yeah. I, I was like, yeah, I do what I can. And she takes my order. She goes, do you need anything else? I'm like, no, that'll be it. And then I get in line. She goes, she said something else. I'm losing my train of thought now. So I get to buying the sandwich. And she goes, give him my card. Give him my discount. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, you don't have to do that. She's like, I don't know how she asked, but she's like, 
I'm a Sag, you know, I just had to do that. I'm like, are you, you're a Sag queen? I'm like, I'm a Sag queen. Cause she like, I knew you had that energy as soon as you came in. I knew you had that energy. He's like, just make sure you put, I'm like, she's like, make sure you just leave a review and that's all you need to do. I'm like, I'm about that's to get you a raise. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to get you a raise. I, I never, I, I never did the review. I'm sorry, lady that works at Potbelly. So like my meal would have been like 12 bucks. I paid three. That's ridiculous. See, yeah, I feel like that's like the only time uh, like, I know the basics of the astrology signs, and, like, I know some people are really into it and think it's hilarious, but, like, I'll only get into it if it says something really funny or if it says something positive about me, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right, I'm a Pisces, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a lot of money this month, the moon is in my phase, and I'm making bank. <laughs> I'm supposedly the wrong sign. <laughs> I forgot what I'm, what someone said that I should that be, but so I'm not. That is so funny when I literally am a spitting image of what a sad is. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how that stuff works, but Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, I want to thank you again for doing this with me. It means a lot. I hope you had fun. Of course. This is great. The interview that I enjoy, <laughs> the one that I, I keep coming back to because it's so much fun. Yeah. I will be sure to try to get you on again so you have something to do other than sit around and think about buying a cat. (laughs) I still want to buy a cat. So yes, that would be great. I really want one. I want one in those little backpacks with like the, like the The little space space ones. Yes. I want that so badly with like a little like smush face cat. So who knows? Maybe by the next time you interview me, I'll have it. (laughs) Let's hope again. Thank you so much, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I woke up in the morning, I looked over, I'm a and realized I'm running late for my class. Had to hop up out of bed, turn my swag around the stair, but I forgot to pay the bill for the contest. So I was on DraftKings, betting money on the Queens, know the L18 knew where the spars play. And I'm on the Trill King, putting on for the scene, this cup with the Women's Sports Podcast. It's 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 cup with the women's sports. Hold up, you gotta wake up, you gotta wake up. Go ahead and shake up, gotta wake up. Go get your cake up, you gotta wake up, gotta wake up. Go get your cake up, you gotta shake up, gotta wake up. Go get your cake up, you gotta shake up. Go to class with it, go to class with it. Broadcasting it, broadcasting it. You know it's cub with the women's podcasting it. You know it's cub with the women's sports podcast. Swish. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.